It was Renly! Renly in his green armor with fire shimmering off his golden antlers. Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Brotherhood Without Madness, your favorite full spoiler reread podcast of George R.R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire series, starting with The Clash of Kings. As always, I am not Nate, I'm Zach. Sitting here next to me is Nate. And we're not starting with The Clash of Kings, we are finishing Shit. with Clash Shit. of Kings. Currently, we are on Sansa 7. Did if, I say starting with The Clash of Kings? Yeah, God damn it, I haven't done that yeah, one since, since Game of, Game of like, Thrones. The, I mean, early we might have made the mistake, Whoopsie. but anyway... We are full spoiler, and so we will go heavy into things that you might not have read. So if you don't want to be spoiled, leave, come back, we'll be here. Right. If you've joined us before, which thank you for coming back, and we hope you are returning. We were reading Tyrion seven, 14, it's Sansa 7. <laughs> yeah. Tyrion 14, which was his wrap-up of Battle of Blackwater. Yeah, Tyrion was leading the sortie up on, beyond the wall, and... It was terrifying. He was killing men, and he was feeling very empowered by taking lives. The battle and, fever. And then him He's got COVID, and uh, Sir Boros Blount and Mandy Moore went onto the bridge of ships that had formed. I thought across, it was Balon Swan. Or maybe it was Boros Bal- Blount. It was Balon Swan. Sweet. Right, yeah. Tight, tight, tight. Um, went up onto the bridge of ships that had formed across the Blackwater and were fighting their way across there, and shit was going crazy. Sir Mandon Moore attempted to kill Tyrion, turning on him, and was defeated in his pursuit. So, yeah, he's by Podrick Payne, a one-hit wonder. The yeah. rest, of, he's got nothing. Unless but they Tyrion come, was what if they do like a holograph or hologram of Sir Mandy Moore to release at content? Coachella? Yeah, dude, it'll be tight. At That's gonna be Casterly Cella. A Casterly Cella. Um, but Pod seemingly saved Tyrion, but. Tyrion was had fallen, fatally wounded, very mortal, uh, seriously wounded, according to Pod, as we know. <clears throat> you hurt real bad, my lord. He was seriously hurt as he. But that's got not his the worst of off. it. Ned broke, Ned his, broke leg. his leg. So this chapter, we're checking back in with Sansa for the final wrap up of the Battle of Blackwater. Sansa, Sansa Six, last we had left her, had been invited to Cersei. Uh, up to the Queen's Ballroom. In Magor's Hold Fast. In Magor's Hold Fast. And Cersei was getting Blackwater drunk. And making Sansa get Blackwater yeah. drunk with her because drinking alone is no fun. <laughs> and was just schooling her, giving her some. Forcing underage. Oh, absolutely. Way Fuck better. It. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's be real here. Like, <laughs> but she was just kind of grilling her, giving her some real talk and. Keeping, uh, uh, getting, receiving updates, and always wanting to know just where Joffrey was. Is yeah, and so she concern. actually called Joffrey back, I believe, yeah. at the end of her last chapter because she heard that Tyrion was leading the sortie, the Hound had fled, all sorts of bad shit was going bad, and so she's like, "Get Joffrey's not doing any good sitting there at the whores, the trebuchets launching bodies. Get him back in here, right? And we will see the repercussions as we do open back up on Sansa, still in the Queen's ballroom." And Lancel is currently telling Cersei that the battle is lost. Like, we're fucked. It's yeah, done. We're fucked. It's over. I don't know what to do. I'm going to go and, like, Which join was pretty the much where Cersei's and... head was at last. Because she, she told Sansa last chapter the real reason Ill and Payne was there. That the right. Sarks will find no joy in the fall of the Lannisters, I promise you. I'd rather have Ill and Payne take our fucking heads. Because and I'm not yours. Gonna, and I'm not going to be able right. to seduce Stannis, so he's not taking us alive. And at this point, when Lancel's telling her this, Cersei's kind of checked out. And she just, in a distant voice, says, tell my brother, sir. And he says, your brother's likely dead. He was, uh, it was said, rumor, 
that he was on the bridge of boats when it broke apart. We also believe that Sir Mandon is likely gone. No man can find the hound either. And he says, Gods be damned, Cersei. Why did you fetch Joffrey back to the castle? The gold cloaks are throwing down their spears and running. They lost all heart seeing the king leave the field. Yeah, so we learn right off the bat the repercussions of Cersei's actions. Yeah. Forcing Joffrey to leave, the men were like, oh, fuck, they wouldn't be pulling the king unless we're done. I think it's interesting that it's Lancel calling her on this shit. Yeah. Just being straight up real. Like, gods be damned, Cersei. What I the think fuck? Lancel saw some shit for the first time today because yeah. I think he was he has been running around this soft little message carrier for for Cersei and Tyrion. Yeah, that's about the extent of Lancel Lannister's life knowledge. I think it's a, I think some tourney squiring for Robert. I, I think in this chapter he realizes that Cersei's the dumb one. Yeah, because he even says like the imp was right and the selfish one too. Yeah. And so yeah, I think he sees some battle today. He's killed some men. Maybe yeah, his first took, men. He took a wound. And, uh, yeah, he's in his shoulder. So. And so he saw what he saw Tyrion. He might have heard or saw Tyrion rallying the troops for his sortie, yeah. um, which is I'm sure spread pretty quick among the troops. There. Well, Tyrion had made note that there was a group that could have been Lancel's. Or, right, right, or Balon or Balon Swan, Swan's right. group. He, who he could wasn't tell. sure, but that means Lancel was out in the same right. area them and so I'm sure Lancel saw some of his shit and so yeah he's like what the fuck were you thinking we were we were doing something like it was going all right Osney Kettleblack cuts in here saying that there's fighting on both sides of the river now might be some of Stannis's lords are fighting each other no one's sure it's all confused over there and Sir Balin's fallen back inside as well the riverside's theirs they're ramming the king's gate again and your men are deserting and killing their officers there's mobs at the Iron Gate and the Gate of the Gods. There's fights to get out, and Flea Bottom is one giant drunken riot. So Sounds like America right now, dude. Yeah, pretty much. King's Landing is in shambles. They're surrounded on all sides. The fighting that we know is happening with Stannis is currently Tywin's men, and right. Stannis is mm-hmm. engaged. And yeah, which is still confusing for the people of King's Landing, obviously. Right. Lancel and even uh, Tyrion himself was confused on the bridge uh, yeah. of boats. Davos, I don't think we saw anybody from Stannis' side getting attacked no, yeah. until, and so, but yeah, Tyrion was confused as hell what was going on and all the fighting, and so it's not a surprise that even here, and we'll get it even worse from Dantos, but nobody knows what the fuck is actually going on. And Sansa's on. just like, oh shit, it's actually happening. And so she starts looking for Illyn. Yeah, Joffrey's lost his head. And so have I. And yeah, so she starts searching around for that sketch ball. This part here was kind of interesting. Doesn't to me. see him in she the says, hall, but she knows he is close. She can feel, she him. Can feel him. I can she feel can just your look. sense those gross, scary, decrepit eyes. He's close. She thinks I'll not escape him. He'll have my head. And strangely calm, Cersei orders the drawbridge raised and the doors barred. And they're like, well, what of those who went to the the sept to pray? And she's like, let them fucking pray. Maybe their gods will protect them. They chose to leave the sanctity of my sanctuary. Raise the drawbridge. So fuck them. And they said, uh, she asks where her son is currently. And we learn that he's at the castle gatehouse commanding yeah. the crossbow men against a howling mob outside. Right. And he and she's like, cool, uh, fetch him. Yep. Bring him to me. And Lancel's, Inside Magor's now. Dude, Lancel just flat out 
no, like yep. I'm I'm not gonna do that. It'll be the mud gate all over again. Let him stay where he is. He's the king. He needs to be seen defending the city. And Cersei says, He is my son. The most high win. Yeah. Thing that's come out of her mouth or will come out of her he mouth. He is my it's son. G- when they took Jamie, basically, yeah. a very similar Charles Dance scene in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and she stands and says, You claim to be a Lannister cousin. Prove it. And she tells Osford, Go now, fetch Joffrey. Yeah. And so the Kettleblacks leave, and many of the guests begin rushing out as well. And Lancel is just like, Yo, come on, dude. Like, we can't, you can't do this. So she. Fucking slams his wound. Palms him. Bam! Making him cry out in pain and nearly faint from the pain. And she spares Sansa no glance as she sweeps from the room. And Sansa, and I don't blame her at all, is almost excited. She's forgotten me. Like, I I didn't get excitement from it. I almost got that, like, this is... Because she goes on and says, Sir Illyn will kill me, and she won't even think about it. Like... I think it's more of a, I'm an insect to her. I in suppose this that moment. makes sense. Like, I don't know why I put it that way. But. She's sweeping out of here, and Sir Ellen's just going to do the duty without her even getting any pleasure from seeing it. Like, fuck, that sucks. Yeah. So, anyway, she immediately knows because people start freaking out. They're like, the queen, what? She's leaving. It's fuck, the we're exact dead. same thing that, that just Joffrey, happened to jo- yeah, with yeah, Joffrey yeah. and the troops. The queen's left, we're fucked. Like, she's running, and Sansa is alone on the dais, and she's not sure why she stands up, but she does. And she begins to tell them, we're, we're in the safest part of the city we can be. The drawbridge is raised. The gates are barred. Now, I know that she's betrothed to Joffrey. But technically speaking, her station isn't necessarily any higher than many of the women right. in there. They're all just highborn ladies. And she's the, one of the youngest. And she's one of the youngest. And she still took it upon herself. To comfort this entire and they, be, and they begin asking her. They're like, "Well, what about Joffrey? What's happening?" And she's she, like, "He he came come back to Magos. He's fine. He's not hurt. He's just retreated back. They're still fighting. They're all still fighting bravely. Like, yeah, she's a fourteen year old girl, literally in the midst of her first period ever, and in the middle of her first war in the and first war ever. city being attacked that she's ever dealt with alone. She and has she is no allies, nobody whatsoever. And she steps up in this room and is like, "Yo, chill. We're all good." Holy fuck! Mad respect. And then she notes that uh, Moon Boy is in the back, and she's like, "Moon Boy, come make us laugh." Like she's being a queen. She here. is being, she's a queen. being what At Cersei should have done. Old. And so I, it makes me think last her last chapter where we were saying, you know, Cersei was talking a bunch of shit about how, you know, Catelyn and Old Nan didn't teach her shit. You weren't trained in the womanly ways and learned these things. Clearly they were doing something right, right in the north. And then immediately, very queenly, as soon as Moonboy starts making some people kind of laugh, like it's tense, but she immediately goes to Lancel and starts getting like the battle report again. Yeah, starts helping him starts as best helping she can, him, calling yeah. for help. But she sees some, like, people are still worried. And so all the servants basically have fled. Yep. Done. Yeah, the wound has freshly opened from Cersei's fucking palming, and he just gasps, madness. The imp was right. And I just, I yeah. think at that moment it dawns on Lancel that, yeah, no, Tyrion's, Nate dropped his notebook. Can you hear it? You can hear the pages shuffling a little bit. Anyway, Shame. thanks, jerk. But, yeah, I just think this moment of clarity for him is like, shit. Yeah, no, Cersei's the fucking idiot. Tyrion's the one the, the one who's doing and, what he can to preserve our name, our yeah. house. So a couple things I want to point out here uh, on the Lancel thing 
it's also interesting to take into account the fact that he's working more for Tyrion right. than Cersei at this point. And so when he's saying, like, he's right, he's like, fuck, Cersei, she only cares about herself. Right, and, like, I think, it's at, not, cause at, full... not I think, at first he's working out of blackmail, like he's reporting to Tyrion. Right. I think it's here that here, he's, he's like, like, I, I should have been willingly He's the one I should him. be yeah. assisting. And so the second thing I wanted to point out was the, the, the servants running away and leaving. Well, yeah, that's... It's, I think it's important because what Cersei said last chapter, the, the some of the the servants, the whores, the lowborn ladies, they're in for the worst of it tonight yeah. the, when this city falls. And right now watching the queen flee, they're like, Shh, we need Deuce, to go. Yeah. We need to go. I, and I love it because it's another queenly moment of Sansa. She turns to the two serving men and tells them to help Lancel. One runs and without missing a beat, it says, so Sansa and the other serving man who stayed help Lancel up. And she says to take him to the maester. Right. And uh, even though he's one of them, she couldn't let him the, die. Yes, this. Yeah. Now, this has happened in almost every chapter for the last, like, five chapters. Yeah. When she first, when Blackwater first started and she went to the Sept, she prayed for... Tyrion and the Hound. Every, almost well, everybody every except soldier, Joffrey. Yeah, every and soldier. then specifically Tyrion and the Hound. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think it's because she also mentions at one point that she's not strong enough to be doing what she's doing. Well, that's what she says here. Having this thought, I'm soft and weak and stupid, like Joffrey says. Not in the least. I should be killing him, not helping him. Once again, to her chapter just before, she said, I will make them love me. When I'm queen, they'll love me. She's. This is why they're going to Mm -hmm. love her. This is the compassion that we'll see in Danny. But Danny also has that other side where she's right. very savage and brutal, and and this also reminds me of the argument with Arya, in her names is she didn't kill Tywin Lan or Tywin or Roose or the Mountain or you know whatever argument you want to bring up about who she could have killed, and it's the same thing for Sansa. Here. Sansa doesn't kill Lancel. She has a perfect opportunity. Why wouldn't she? Like, but it's not. They're not evil people. It's not always, yeah, right. It's not that black and white. Like, and And Arya and Sansa, I don't know if our Sansa certainly is a little bit more aware of it, but Arya, it's similar to me with Arya's naming of the names. Like, these are the truly evil people that should be dying. Or so she thinks at the moment. At the moment. And yeah, it's it's just an interesting. Well, and that's, yeah, the important thing that Sansa's aware of, or not necessarily aware of at this point, is that. They might share a last name, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they are right. They're of doing the same they're doing stuff for the preservation of their house, just like everybody does. It's the truly evil Joffrey, the sadist, the Ramsay, Cersei, Bolton, the, the power sadist. hungry, yeah. that right. Tywin, even the malicious. You know, and he well, he takes it to the extreme. Yeah, he's, and he's brutal in his military tactics and, and Castamere and, and his father Bleeways, right. but. And anyway. so uh, Cersei doesn't return. Some time passes, and Cersei doesn't come back. So Dantos approaches her up on the dais secretively and tells Sansa to go and lock herself in her bedchamber and tells her, I'll come for you when the battle is done. And she's like, well, you or Sir Illyn, someone will come for yeah, me. Yeah, somebody. And she leaves. She leaves. Yeah. yeah, she just – but she does it – unlike Cersei, who wasn't – I think Cersei was a little more flustered-looking and quick-paced – she walks calmly. Yeah. But I guarantee, and it says she's thinking to herself the whole time how badly she just wanted to fucking run. Yeah. And she does as soon as she gets outside the doors. Yeah, well, to the stairs. The when stairs, she, got to, yeah, she made far herself away. walk. Yeah, and then she gets to the stairs and she did start running so quick and so quickly up the spiral that she makes herself a little dizzy. And 
eventually a guard bumps into her and spills all the shit he has in his hands, which were stolen items. Candlestick. He's starting the sacking. Right. And as he knocks the shit down and sees that Sansa doesn't give a fuck and isn't going for it, he pays her no mind and keeps going. Do you think this is anyone I was trying to think of that. Like, I was trying to, you know, wonder if maybe there's... Maybe Shadrick. Um, it could be anybody, really, that's... Especially someone like Shadrick, who's, you know, claims uh, yeah, now, he was there at the I battle. Now I just put a fucking bug in your yes. ear. We're never going to stop um, hearing about this. But it, it's interesting to wonder if she's going to have anything missing or if, like, any... Whoever's in that tower that she's... Her home right, is in. exactly. Are coming they, down from that tower. Are we... Like, we need to figure out who... Ha- shares a room in that tower, and if at any point in the the future any of those characters are missing anything, because yeah. then we could kind of figure out what the motive behind it might be. So she arrives at her bedchamber. It is black as pitch. She bars the door and throws open the drapes, and her breath caught in her throat. As the sky is a swirl with glowing colors, the orange flames and the green wildfire warred against the low clouds, and the air smelled burnt. Embers drifted in the air like fireflies. Can you imagine? Ten million fireflies. No, um, I could not imagine ten million oh, fireflies. Okay. No, but could you imagine being 14 and knowing there's this battle going on, hearing about it? It's almost like, you know, those of us in the United States during the, the Iraq War, you know, hearing about all the troops that might have been over there. Or, you know, some because obviously a lot of them have been over there. But yeah. hearing about it and... Knowing it's going on around you, and then that that difference though, where she's like she hasn't seen it, she's seen them coming back with battle right, wounds, yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that. But now to go up to her room and open that, and the carnage, because it's not a just a little bit like the fucking wildfire has been going to town on those boats. The edge of the the shore is just a mass of carnage, yeah. bodies and boats and fire and smoke, like. For her to see that, no wonder her fucking breath catches. Right. It's wild. So she goes back to her bed thinking she'll go to sleep, and tomorrow the sky will be blue again. Sleep it away. And someone will tell me if I am to live or die. And as she kind of settles herself into this thought, she wonders if she'll meet her wolf again when she's dead. Fuck me what a goddamn thought to be thinking of just right before bed like of everybody not ned not not like anyone she knows that's died but her wolf yeah like fuck fuck and so before sansa suddenly grabbed out of the darkness (laughs) i'm gonna slip out because i'm scared and we'll convene our small council good idea we're gonna gather our thoughts Welcome to the small council. Yo. Talking quiet like it's a very important, very serious, serious discussion, discussion to have with you folks. This is where we give you our social medias. medias. I don't like this. No, I'm feeling I scared. It. And it's where we were supposed to come here to ease the tension before the shadowy hand reaches out from the dark. Right. And so if you would like to reach out to us, not from the dark, because we <laughs> will turn around screaming and swinging probably. Right. Um, you can get to us through all our social medias and our email. We'll start with the email without manners brotherhood at gmail.com. That's where you send the long winded stuff, your your uh, inductees, um, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. People email us all sorts of cool stuff. Theories. And, yeah. 
Um, you can also reach us on Facebook, facebook.com slash without manners. Uh, or is it brother on Facebook? It's facebook.com slash brotherhood podcast. Fuck. It's been a long day. It it's has been, been a very a long, long day. day and work's been crazy busy, man. This COVID pandemic is stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. Well, I mean, we as Americans are pretty People stupid in America, yo, it. wear your fucking masks, please. Yeah, for like, real, for real. For somebody that's in the funeral industry, I'm tired of everybody dying because they decided not to wear a mask. I'm sorry for those who have caught it, who have taken all the precautions. And right. Serious shit's happened. Well, right. But it's the people not wearing masks that are causing that right. to fucking They're occur, the man. Right, fucking spreading and it for so, other like, people. Stop. Fuck yourself. Yeah. Wear a mask. It's not about you. Fuck off. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's obnoxious. Anyway, if you would like to reach us on Twitter, where I'm pretty active usually, at Manners Without. I'm not done being mad about it. No, this. we could still be mad about it, but Zach is available at Carstark92. Yes. Uh, what else do we got? The the Instagram is the same as my Twitter, yes. at Manners Without. Patreon.com slash Without Manners. And so concerning Patreon, we actually uh, just yeah, have we, a small announcement, which is that we... We've been plugging our Stannis episode yeah. for a bit. We we recorded it, and it just we we didn't we like hated it. it. Like it was it, the 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 conversation, the flow. It wasn't fun. It wasn't enjoyable. It was to boring. To. It was very dry. And so we couldn't release that to you guys. Yeah, bring uh, ourselves to it. it. It was yeah. It wasn't the quality content we want to put. So out. instead, we've got we've been throwing around a lot of different ideas. We're gonna start doing some different activities, uh, painting our minis, playing some cards, shit like that, and just talking real talk. Not real talk. Uh, painting our minis is not a sexual thing. It's uh, Dungeons and Dragons miniatures. We'll be painting those, just so you're aware, and bantering as we do so. But we're gonna be getting you guys overflowed with yeah. Uh, we want to. We'll just uh, like, even if they're you know little fifteen minuteers. We definitely want to get you Patreon or something. You are definitely in our forethoughts all, yeah. all the time, and we just we couldn't in good conscience release this Stannis episode and waste your fucking time with it. Yeah. So we're. That's so the, we're scrapping that for now. Maybe we'll come back to it after we finish the books if we think we have something to add to it. But otherwise, feel free to re- you know write request write what you guys would like to hear on Patreon. Otherwise, I think that pretty much yeah that wraps it, it up. For us up this. Leave us rates and reviews, subscribes, uh, Apple Podcasts and YouTube. Uh, leave your comments. We see them all. We read them all. Again, we're it's very busy right now. Right. Us. So we're we're trying to get to you guys all. If we don't, we are very sorry. We're working on it. Let's get we back can. to Beauty and the Beast. Sorry, yeah. Sansa Seven. Sansa Seven with the Hound. I mean, creepy person in her bedroom. We'll see you there. Sansa goes to scream, but a mouth a hand covers her mouth. But I am because that's so much better of an image. Yeah, right. Shit. She sees him in the glow of the green wildfire as an explosion of some sort happens outside and lights the room. Dark blood dried on his face, covering most of the worst of his scars. Eyes glowing like a dog's in a sudden glare. All right. So I. Obviously, it's not okay that this man is drunk in this girl's bedroom, sleeping in her bed, waiting for her. Not okay. Is and I know there's a. I'll probably get a lot of shit for even. Asking why is question. it not? Why is it not okay? So and that's where I'm going with. This. Is this sexual? Do you? Do feel you? Like, that was no, my question. No. I I really because personally, this is a broken man who wants someone that to, li- to matter to someone. So I. I'm personally thinking that there's not as much sexual tension as, as a lot of people put on, on. And as her. Even, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that he, she's the only person who's ever, as scared as she is, she's not, everyone else forces themselves to look at him. Right, like right. they're No matter how terrified, she openly admits that he, she, he scares her. And 
she still she gives still him like him. these yeah. real yeah, yeah. no i still think that there's potential for good no mm-hmm. there are still people that are like she challenges him and i think that he sees her as a not an equal but as somebody who actually like you said who he means something to yeah in some way and he doesn't know why he might not understand it but i just i don't feel like it's sexual no, not at all me to me he came after his interior's discussion about basically you're a fucking coward if you're not going out there because I am a half man. What does that make you? That was directed at the Hound as well. Right. And I think after they rode out, he said, fuck this noise. And he says to Tyrion, bugger the king, bugger all that shit. He went up this tower and probably went into Magor's just wandering, looking for wine to get drunk, found some. And then it was like, shit, a bed would be nice. And where's safe? Oh, the little bird's cage, and staggered his way up there, just probably without even a thought. See, just part walking. of me thinks it's a little more thought thought out. I where... think, but he—he's the—he knows that she's going to be in the well, queen's ballroom. It's more of like a bugger them, fuck the king, fuck the queen. There is, I suppose, one person not right. Fuck the I think person, it was. So it, that's I the safe place to go and rest. Forethought. I think it was if she happens to be there. I'll offer to take her out. Otherwise, I need to rest before but I. Otherwise, leave. yeah, I'm gonna sleep this off because I'm fucking terrified. And I'm like you getting said, drunk he's now. aware that she's there with and the queen. And so well, we'll push cool. this forward with them a little bit more. He tells her, "If you scream, I'll kill you." Believe that. And he moves his hand away, and it says the hound <laughs> takes a pull of wine and asks, "If she does, aren't you gonna ask who's winning the battle?" And she's like, "Who?" Not wanting to defy Not him. me. <laughs> okay, there. Like he I only of... know who's lost. Me. He sounds like Eeyore, yeah. fucking Oscar the Grouch. I just know I lost. And she realizes that he's drunker than she has ever seen him. And she's like, what What have you lost? I've lost my marbles. Sorry, that was a hook reference. He hasn't lost his marbles. Mm-hmm. All bloody dwarf. Should have killed him years ago. He's dead, they say. And... <laughs> dead? No, bugger that. I don't want him dead. <laughs> I want him burned. But I won't be here to see it. I'm going. He wants him Ooh. burned. Yeah. Which is a pretty savage thing coming from the Hound. So, is that because of what Tyrion said? I feel like he... He, he hit was, a nerve. He hit a nerve. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you... Yo... I can handle the fire, too. Uh-huh. Like, you're going to be a little pansy about it. But also, Tyrion in his chapter did recognize... Holy right, fuck. Right, This is absolutely something to fear. Yes. This is terrifying. And so, A, the Hound is terrified of it to begin with. B, to be facing that kind of a right. fiery inferno. And Tyrion wasn't aware of how savage it was and to go at him. I mean, again, in the moment, that's just how right, right. life they're, goes. They're in the middle of a battle. And so, absolutely, I could see him being like, no, I want him to burn. So that way he can see why I was right, like, yeah, fuck yeah, you. Yeah, the fear. And she, Sansa tries to pull free from him, but his grip is too strong. So she asks, where will you go? Ah, the north. Away, somewhere. Away from the fires. <laughs> and she tells him that Magors and the city both are sealed. And he says, not to me. I have a white cloak. Hey. And any man tries to stop me is dead unless he's on fire. Yeah, so... Is that... I mean, when's, uh, besides this battle, I was thinking, like, when else have we seen a man on fire? When Jon Snow lit Orthor on fire? Yeah. Is that... You think that's a... You think that's a... Like a not obviously a like a foreshadowing, some, but like 
what is that going to be like when the hound has to, if he has to face, it has to light the these people on fire to kill them right. and, and like, deal with the flames? So maybe it is slightly. No man will you know, ever stop me unless he's on fire. Like, whoo! Yeah, I you're mean, in for some shit then, Sandor. Right. And so, so I did make a note of when, um, when their fir- their conversation first started. He yep. did say he knew she would be coming, and then so at this point she asks why he came. Like, why are you here? And he tells her, you promised me a song, or have you forgotten? She uh, thinks that she she couldn't sing now, not with the sky of fire and men dying, and tells him, let's go, you're scaring me. Now, <laughs> before I go into his <laughs> wonderful line, she this is the same thought process she had before, right during that speech for the people yeah, in the yeah, whole yeah. Like, once again, saying, I can't, I can't I'm not can't, strong I, yeah, enough, I I'm just a, shit. I'm too, I'm a little bird. But Everything scares you. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. And it says the blood masked the worst of his scars, but his eyes were wide and white and terrifying. And he smelled of sweat and wine and vomit and blood, blood, blood. Mm. I, I, God damn it. It's this chapter is image. so good. It's just so good. And he says, I could keep you safe. They're all afraid of me. No one would hurt you again or I'd kill them. And she, she, he yanks her real close and she thinks that he means to kiss her. And so she closed her eyes wanting to get it over with. Does she close her eyes wanting to get it over with? Or is like, I, I, and I know it's a fucked up thing to like say, because obviously this is a terrifying situation for her, but is she not hoping for it a bit? And, like, maybe hoping that he's just going to scoop her up and take her out of this city? I think maybe not necessarily the kiss. I don't I don't think but it's... But the idea of the fact that if he kisses her... There's a connection. He's going to almost a... claim her. Right, 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 right. Which, and it, obviously that's not what she's asking almost for or wanting favor. whatsoever. But it's the fact that he's whisking her away and saving her from all this. That he And she knows he is a knight. Right. And she has tried telling him that there's good in him somewhere. And so it's almost that... You can be redeemed yeah. again. I don't think it. It's wanting the kiss. It's right, right. I don't the, either. It's I, what I think, the. But the way she. I mean, basically, apart from puckering her lips, like she's closing her eyes. They're but real close. At the same time, yes, I think. It's I don't. A, I obviously am not saying that she wants him to shove her on the bed and for take it. Yeah, no, no. Like, but but I think that there's. It's that like that claiming she says, you under my protection. I think a big part of it is what she says. Hurry up and get it over with. Because then you, if you go that far, you will be taking me with you. It's like you the will be getting the bride me, type yeah. thing. Yes. You will be getting me out of here. You will be saving me. I'll worry about the weird repercussions later. Yeah, right. But I and so yeah, I don't think it's in any pleasurable way. But it's a yes, do it, get it over with, and then let's right, let's get out right, of here. Right, let's, let's do it. Because she did say, well, technically, it would is it. It's the next morning that she thinks it. Uh, Dantos, I I could ask him to save me, to protect me, but I'd much rather he with the hound. Yeah, I'd much rather be who. But would. nothing, nothing happens, and he says, and I love it. He takes her closing her eyes for the kiss as still can't bear to look, can you? And he shoves her onto the bed. I'll have that song from you, little bird, Florian and Jonquil. You said, and suddenly his dagger was at her throat. 
Sing, little bird. Now, Sing for your little life. I have to admit it doesn't help the way that Martin obviously intentionally right. wrote this in such a sexually charged right, right, right. way. Shoving her under the Shoving bed. on the bed, putting his dagger to her throat, like these little things that are this just This is subtle. his lack of control. Right. And the only way he knows control is at the end of a blade. Right. Sansa refused him and isn't looking at him, which makes him angry. And so, so he the does dagger comes way. out. Right. right, I'm gonna make. You Whereas do it Theon now. might rape the girl. Right, right. right. Joffrey would definitely rape Tyrion the girl. Would potentially Tyrion might rape start, the girl, or at least like he gets rough and aggressive right. and starts abusing them. Every but. song she had ever heard flew from her mind at that moment, and she feels the point twisting at her throat. And suddenly, a song comes to her, not Jonquil and Florian, but a song. And so she sings, "Gentle mother, turn down for what." <laughs> and, no, uh, gentle mother, font of mercy, save our sons from war. We now, play. I believe this is what they were singing in the Sept in yeah. her first chapter that the battle began. She gets and... through a verse, forgets the other verses, and trails off, fearing that he's going to slit her throat for not completing the song. But the blade is pulled away. Yeah. And at this point, she Some leans instinct. forward. So, I, I thought this was super important. Some instinct, it says, makes her lean forward and do the thing she's about to do. A lot of people have this instinct of, like, something compels them to do something, but it's described as some madness. This is not, like, Tyrion. Some madness made him... Danny gets that some, some madness, madness a lot. It's not madness. It's instinct compelled her to be compassionate to him, to extend right. a hand gently, cup his horrid face that he Take believes she's blood. terrified to look yeah. at. Like... It's instinct for her. It's not madness, and I right. just thought that was super significant. But she reaches forward and gently cups his face with her fingers, and <laughs> she feels a. It's too dark to see him, but she feels a feel, wetness. Yeah, that it she was can not feel that he blood. was crying, drunk crying. Little bird. His voice is raw and harsh as steel on stone, and he rose from the bed. Santa hears cloth ripping, and then retreating footsteps, and she. Sits there for a minute, but when she gets out of bed moments later, he she was alone. His cloak is on the floor, the white stained by the blood and the fire. So the hound is left. Yeah, and, and she gets underneath his cloak and huddles underneath it for comfort. Shivering. Yeah, and she doesn't know how long she's there, but eventually the light's coming through and she starts hearing bells. Right, uh, so the hound is, the hound is left. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do you think he was crying? Just the... the the song, the, so, the beauty of it, the fact that no one has ever been this compassionate with him before, I think this it's vulnerable with well, him before. Yeah, so mix in the fact that he's drunk on battle fever. He's got that that endorphin the dry, fear, that coming the down. The cowardly fear, yeah, that he, the shame. He went out and fought. He's got the shame. He's drunk as piss. Oh, you yeah. know he's fucking shit. Yeah, he now. smells vomit. He's right. puked at he's this point. He's trashed. Yeah. And then couple in the... The bipolar, you know, angry, and then now she's singing Gentle to him. and compassionate. And in that way, like, the song that she's singing, while it might seem like just this little simple thing to her, like, it just happens to be this mothery. Yeah. What kind of mother figure has he ever? Yeah, yeah, ever, right, right, The right. one thing that he's probably never experienced, a mother's love. And she's kind of acting motherly towards him, yeah, singing yeah, him yeah, yeah. this comforting song, cupping During his cheek. During the cheese. war, yeah. And so I think it's all those emotions that he's never experienced, coupled with the fact that you're shitty drunk. Who doesn't want to get fucking drunk, messy cry? And <laughs> the hound messy cry. Yeah, dude. The messy so... drunk. Um, next point. So there's a theory, the Beauty and the Beast theory, essentially, 
that Sansa keeps this cloak and dyes it green right. because uh, I little I, finger taking her. Well, like and... uh, I'm I'm not sure where. I think somewhere in the story it's stated that Sansa dyes clothing and has changed the blood orange dress that Arya right. had her with Thrown the, yes. because orange and red colors are easier to just dye to like a green, a darker color. Right. Sansa, it is believed, makes this cloak into a dark green sort of shift cloak for herself with a hood and that she takes this as a symbol of being under the hound's protection even though he's gone and they don't do you buy that is there some big reunion no. coming for them where there's this reconnection of yeah um i definitely think it's possible that like Sandor... i mean you kind of have to buy into the gravedigger theory right with that i think that, do, that but... he's alive right. and he's and so i think that it's possible that sandor is going to go and rescue her from shadrick or something on his way to king's landing or to the north. So but, I also just thought it was interesting that he claims that his white cloak can get him and outside then he leaves the city it. and leaves it for her. Yeah. Like, it's a, and that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. This it's is that. this interesting sort of symbolic meaning, of course. But, yeah, she has no idea how long she's sitting there, but she begins hearing the bells, as you said, and she throws off the cloak and goes to the window, and dawn is just starting to creep over as the Red Keep's bells begin to chime in. And not like when King Robert died. These are almost a joyful, jovial sound of bells. She hears shouting in the streets and what could only be cheering. And it was Dantos who brought her word. He staggered in, picked her up, and whirled her all around, drunk as the hound. And she's like, yo, dumbass, what happened, Drunk as the hound, but he was a happy drunk, whereas (laughs) the hound is a sappy drunk. And so, what happened? Tell me. She's like, what the fuck? And the, the city is saved. Lord Stannis is dead or fled. No one knows. No one cares. His host is broken. Scattered. The banners, Sansa. Oh, the banners. We must drink. You're safe, don't you see? And she's like, yo, wh- tell me what the fuck happened before I choke you. Yeah, Tywin, Tali, Tyrell smash Stannis' forces from behind, coming up the Rose Road. Rose Road. And... Then he just starts going into this fucking chant. Renly, though, saved the day. It was Renly who came up and finished him off. Renly, I'm a fucking drunkard. It's Renly. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. Don't. Lord Tywin had the right wing, north side of the river. Randall Tarly had the center, and Mace Tyrell the left. But the vanguard won the fight, cutting through Stannis like a lance through a pumpkin. And you know who led the vanguard? And she's like, Rob? <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> That'd be That'd sweet, be tight, right? Like... It was Renly. Renly in his green armor with fire shimmering off his golden antlers. They say he killed Sir Gaiard Morgan in single combat and a dozen other great knights as well. It was Renly. Oh, the Sansa's darling. The banners, Sansa darling. The banners to be a knight. And that's the end of Sansa's. So, Danto's drunk and rambling aside. Tywin showed up. The Tyrells showed up. The Tyrells were seemingly led by Renly. We know this is Loras in Renly's armor. Right. Killing and fucking shit up. Handling business. And so Littlefinger was successful in his brokering, which means Littlefinger is now back in the city. Or at least outside the city, he'll be coming shortly. Right. Tyrion is lying dead. The Battle of Blackwater is won. Scannis is fled or dead. No one knows. He's fled. We know that. Battle of Blackwater's over. The city is safe. This is that. This is this. This is it's all done and over with now. And so 
Was yeah. this Sansa's last chapter, or does she no, get one more? No, she's got one more. Right, so Her and Tyrion each have one more, right. their last. And so, yeah, that that's the battle. Blackwater, folks, this chapter, I love that it's the Hound and Sansa having sort of the last say on the war. And then it goes into Dantos giving the recap. But that Hound and Sansa moment feels so significantly impactful and yeah, absolutely. Symbolic with the the cloak <laughs> and the mother and the compassion, but you got an inductee for the end of the battle of Backwater. Um, Blackwater. Backwater. Backwater. Oh, Backwater. Um, I just had keep one, on now I lost it again. Um, Mississippi River, won't you keep on shining on me? That helps. Thanks. That helps me. I, I've lost it. You go first. Okay, mine's going mine. to the Hound. Um, one, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt and say that going to the room was not sexual in nature but to me it seems like this is the best attempt he has at a cry for help and like who the fuck else is there to go to and it's I mean it's awful it's tragic that it's got to be a 14 year old girl but in this world you gotta take what you can get so I loved the way he opens up with Sansa and then later on the way Arya challenges him as well. Yeah. And so just his relationship with the Stark family. I definitely like that dynamic is too, amazing. The, the, the shift yeah. where she's so passionate. She's so, so compassionate. She but Arya's more fire Arya's like the fuck hound. You. No, fuck but you. it's kill still you. honorable. But it's yeah. this you killed my friend and I'm gonna hurt you for it. Not nah, I'm gonna kill you because yeah. I want what you have. And so Sandor for getting the fuck out of King's Landing, going on his own journey now. And for the stuff with Arya that he's going to have to encounter. Tight. So I was going to, I am going to induct Lancel for finally standing up to Cersei, man. Mm -hmm. Like, it takes A. Cersei's an intimidating badass bitch. Yeah, no, this is the first chapter that Lancel's in where I don't have anything bad to say. Right. For the first time, he's got a little, you know, jackass. Stood up to Cersei. Yeah, and so in the midst of battle, when he's finally seems like he's seen some shit, that's what I was saying earlier. He's going to. Now, see the light, fucking cut his hair, and go join the church, man. Go join a cult. Like, let's fucking... Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, actually, he becomes broken pretty heavily in in the in this, <laughs> yes, not in the yes, show. Yes, his hair he's, gets all gray uh, and white. And yeah, he, it's because he gets fucked. Or isn't that Loris? That's Loris. Well, Loris gets burned. No, Loris gets Doesn't he injured. go to the wall? Uh, yeah, he gets injured stone. sieging... Sieging through the wall, and I thought he got injured and I fucked he got up. Tarred where his fuck. hair was all white. Yeah, I thought that was. Uh, we could be confusing the I'm two. I'm pretty sure that's Lancel because he goes and moves out with his father Kevin, and then the the church is trying to help him and shit, and that's why he joins the sparrows or something like that. I thought Lancel was or Loris was laid up as well. Laurel, like I said, I think is laid up because he tries Laurel? to siege. Laurel? Laurel. Wow, that's weird. Loris. Uh, yeah, I think he's because tr- he was was it trying to get Edric Storm out of Dragonstone, and they hit him with the tar, or the burning pitches over the the walls. You're, I think and, you're right. Uh, I, think, so I don't think all, it was Edric Storm related. Whatever but, he was, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah, he no, got fucked right. up yep. because of anyway, it. Anyway, I digress. I guess we're splitting off. But Laura, uh, Lancel, Lancel, one of those L fucking. We did. We got an up from Julian. And I believe he says, uh, Guten Tag, mein Freund. But I don't have it pulled up right now because he's trying to trip us up with the German. He thinks yeah. That's like the one term I ever did learn was fucking hello, the my greeting. friends. Yeah. Anyway, I've got it pulled up here. He says, pretty sure that German lost you both. But hey, <laughs> I wanted to change. So the end of the battle just happened. Must say it was less of a suspense than it was in the TV show. It does, uh, because again, switching out of the actual combat and into this... And Cersei not holed up in the throne room. Right, that with... that scene in the in the 
battle of blackwater the end is great yeah it's, it's really, really cool well done scene. dark and yeah dark. and but uh Tommen isn't here. He's out safe out, out of right. the city. Um, but anyway, that Cersei scene when she's almost killing her son with poison was pretty spectacular, yet this chapter was utterly awesome. First, mad respect to Sansa who took charge and did great when Cersei took off. I especially enjoyed when she's saying she's weak, soft, and stupid. I feel completely the opposite and showed strength there. Mm-hmm. Completely agree with you, Julian. Uh, then, the hounds moment with Sansa was so dramatically charged with emotion. <laughs> Fear, of course, but also some kind of respect and love almost, too. Those two have had an intense relationship, and I'm sad it's coming to an end. Finally, really enjoyed the drunken details of the end of the fights, unraveling the close alliance between Lannisters and Tyrells. Did our favorite Knight of Flowers wear the army uh, armor of dead King Renly? That Zach will enjoy, right? Actually, funny, funny enough, uh, you mentioned that, Julian, because my first ever read-through of the book... I legitimately thought Renly was there at the at the fight, and I was pissed. I was like, "He's fucking back!" And so I thought nope, I escaped. Now, him. now I enjoy it, and I appreciate the sort of rumor mongering that happens because of it. But I like Loras, so I think Loras donning his armor is cool, and I don't mind their relationship at all. I just think Renly's a piece of shit. So <laughs> it's cool Renly. that yeah, it's cool that Loras has the sweet armor now. Sweet, yeah, because he's a badass right, fighter he's anyway. A sweet he fighter, yeah, absolutely. So anyway, I'm inducting two words today. Little Bird. Mm. Take them as Sansa. Take them as the relationship between Sandor and Sansa. Take them as you wish, my friends. They simply meant a lot to me as the last words the Hound pronounced before leaving. Have a good one. Valitil Birderis. Birderis. Yeah, I liked it. I liked Um, that. I'm going to take the Little Birds as Varys would. And so I like that inductee a lot because the Little Birds does have a lot of significant meaning. Throughout the entire series. Yeah, all over the place. Sansa and Sandor and Varys and every little thing. Right. Those were our thoughts, feelings, and inductees on the Battle of Blackwater, ending with Sansa 7. Yeah. Next episode, we'll be reading Danny 5. Danny's last. And it's Danny's final chapter. We're going to be meeting Sir Arston Whitebeard. Thank you. Barry the Bold is back. Getting some ships to finally do some traveling. Here's some mention of Illyrio Mopatos. And so uh, that'll be cool. Sick. It's going to be And sweet. then we'll be leaving Danny until Storm, and that'll be cool. I don't know who's after her, I'm but I know that the sure next either. Sansa chapter is Sansa's last right. chapter. Um, but yeah, we'll get Send us an inductees for Danny, and that is Danny 5. Danny 5. Danny yep. 5. And final chapter and final. of Clash So of any Kings. final thoughts you have on Danny about this book? Uh, obviously, five chapters. There hasn't been much in Essos on her side of the world. but Yeah, so, you know, wear your masks, wash your hands, right. and Black Lives Matter. And stop writing. This is completely. Uh, stop writing video game actors and telling them stupid shit. Yeah, man. Like, Just because you don't like something doesn't mean you gotta bash I people. I mean, like, that. no, you're being polite. Fuck off if you do that. It was a great game, and you can just fucking shut the fuck up, because, like, you're stupid for writing people death threats. Fuck uh, you. Alright, with that, Valor de Harris. Peace! <laughs>